Well, hello, everyone. Alexis Brooks here from Higher Journeys Radio, back again with a little segment I call Conscious Commentary. It's something that I have come to really look forward doing. Um, it started out as Conscious Commentary after the show. As, as many of you know, I have a guest t- uh, twice a month. Uh, and then I, uh, on occasion, would do this little Conscious Commentary to talk about um some of the things that were discussed with my guests in the interview. And then I said, you know, there is so much to talk about these days. Perhaps I can, the audience will indulge me for a shorter segment where we talk about uh, issues that are, well, important to me and hopefully important to you as well. Today is no exception. Um, I want to talk about a little, not so little, actually a pretty big phenomenon uh, that has to do with selfie. You heard me right. Selfie. It's one of those words, I guess you would call it a buzzword. Time magazine, by the way, named it in 2012, one of the top 10 buzzwords. But what are we talking about here? Why am I disturbed by this? If you've heard me on other shows, not all the time, I don't like to rant about my loathing of the word selfie. But I have on uh in proper context, brought up my concern with how it seems the human, the the English language in particular has been co-opted with a lesser uh, quality of of language. And and for a reason, we're going to get into that a little bit. I want to tell you a story. As is often the case with me, I find uh, experiences that I have, things that people tell me, they make the best material if if there's something of value and something positive that can come from it. Well, I think that this illustration I'm going to give you might help underscore where we're going here in terms of selfie. Okay. I was in uh, a little spa that I like to go to once in a while, uh, about a week or so ago to get a pedicure with my husband. <laughs> yes, he, no, he does not get polish, but he does like to get the, the works on his, on his feet. So we both go in uh, on occasion to get a pedicure. And I always love uh, times like that. It's about an hour long. And I figured, yeah, I'm not going to bury my head in a cell phone getting, you know, doing text messaging and checking messages. I don't do that too often, thankfully, anyway. But whenever I'm out in public, I love, and I'm sitting particularly, I'm stationary, I love to take the opportunity to be aware of my surroundings, aware of what people are doing, their expressions. And obviously, I love to talk. So it's always fun to meet people as well. But on this occasion, we're sitting in the massage chair, uh, getting our feet done. And I look to my right. And what do I see? But a little girl, asks, I ask my husband, how old do you think she is? And he's ah, maybe nine or 10. I look at this little girl. She was adorable, had her hair kind of up in a in a little uh, blonde bun. And she's wearing shorts. She's, she's there with her mother. And she, as well as her mother, are getting a manicure, nine or 10. Okay. So I look at her, she was sitting getting her, at this point, I think, getting uh, uh, with her hands under the nail dryer. So she, her back was facing me. And I look, and I couldn't help but notice she's wearing this sweatshirt, not because it was hot. So she had it tied around her waist, I would say quite strategically, where this prominent message that read, believe in your selfie, was on her backside. Big, bold letters, believe in your selfie. Now, look, maybe you all have seen this, what I guess now I'm learning is a phenomenon. Uh, I have never seen that. Uh, That was the first time I'd ever seen it. I'm, of course, aware of the word, but I have to tell you, I just, 
I said, okay, really? <laughs> enough is enough with this. Where are we going here? Believe in your selfie. You know what the implications are with this, right? Believe in your selfie. I mean, this whole phenomenon of, of, of taking a picture of yourself, again, goes hand in hand with the popularity of social media and creating an image, whether real or not, for yourself to be liked by other people. That's the gist of it. Let's be clear. And so the word, although I did a little bit of research on where on earth this term came from, where it originated, there's a little bit of ambiguity as to, to where it actually came from. Some say that it was a word uh, invented out of Australia and then sort of proliferated across the globe, whatever the case. It gained such popularity that Time magazine named it its top 10 buzzwords in 2012. So here we go. Uh, Believe in your selfie. The point of the matter is um, we're not just talking about a word that's cute, benign, and innocent. We're talking about a word that implies narcissism. Let's face it. Again, this word is not only the word, but the action of taking an image of yourself with primarily your cell phone um, makes it all so convenient for you to uh, craft the way you wish to be uh, viewed, plastered on your social media. These days, it's more than Facebook, right? I don't use any of them, but the Snapchat and Instagram and Pinterest and you name it. See what's happening? Now, look, there's there's certainly nothing wrong with wanting to look your best and be your best. But there seems unequivocally to be a trend that is proliferating in our culture of me, 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 look at me. What I think it's really saying is don't truly look at who I am, but look at what I want you to see. And so the selfie has done nothing but... um, exacerbated that. And speaking of which, you know, I've written and and spoken about this before, this whole ideology, this whole culture of, uh, of social media and technology as a means by which to create uh, an alter image, an alter ego in in many cases, and how uh, if we're not careful, we can get so caught up, we will reach the point of no return. In fact, one of the articles that I wrote, I believe back in 2013, uh, or maybe 2014, I think it was 2013, is entitled Tethered to Technology, Have We Reached the Point of No Return? And it goes into, I, in fact, I cite a couple of statistics um, of how uh, I believe these uh, researchers in the UK had done a study on how the use of technology, um, and particularly social media sites, are not only exacerbating narcissism, but creating it in young people, uh, most importantly, and how easy it is for them to change their image. Some do it daily, their profile image or whatever. So you can do the math. What's happening here? Now we've got believe in your selfie. I had a really, really um, interesting, intriguing conversation with uh, my friend Zen Gardner. Many of you, I'm sure, know that name. He is one of the most uh, outspoken in the alternative and independent media uh, today. And we had a great discussion about language and how people shape their behavior based on language that is introduced to them. Ergo, they're socially engineered 
I want you to listen to this short discourse between myself and Zen. It's about the damaging effects of language and behavior. Listen to this. One of the ways to identify it that I find extremely empowering, and I'm sure you do too, is the language. We talked the, about that. The, That's right. Yeah, sure did. The use yeah. of language and what words mean. You know, say, I'm, I'm killing time, mm-hmm. or I'm, That's you know, it. expressions that are just off the charts wrong. Yeah, yeah. And uh, um, there's a word in Spanish, trabajo, which means work, but it means, you know, tra and bajo is down. And so, you know, a, a friend of mine, she uses a different word. Instead of down, it says up. Mm-hmm. But um, there, word, words have, you know, tremendous power mm-hmm. to e- either do good or to reinforce the old and do damage. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but learn, I think people should really take the time to study language, look at the Phoenician roots, look, at, the, <laughs> look at all these amazing, it, it's codified. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. English is a very crude language. We, we've been handed a real a real trip of a uh, of a crippled tool mm-hmm. and and that's why I like to use language and and um and vocabulary in my writing and I really look for the words that express as best of my ability what I'm really trying to say and people will say wait a minute man I, you're using words I don't understand well I'll say well look them up that's right you know? <laughs> You, I get they, that they, they deliberately lessened the vocabulary. Yeah, I think for sure that has been yeah. part of the programming. Well, again, in our three plus hour talk, we covered language and yeah. not just the, you're absolutely right, the English language is just chock full of, of innuendos that are derived from things that are not necessarily, first of all, as we know in the English language, the one word can have so many different meanings. So we need to look at the history. I've always found the, the, the uh, language in general, just fascinating. Um, Mm -hmm. And I agree that particularly when you see newer words being introduced into what I call the societal vernacular, Mm -hmm. you know, people have heard me say this before, how I just loathe the term, loathe, not love, loathe, selfie, foodie, Mm -hmm. junkie, Mm -hmm. man cave. When you, and, Mm -hmm. and of course, these are words that have, that are actually showing up in the dictionary now. But the fact, Zen, that so many people are parroting so quickly the proliferation of these words that are introduced into society, and not only words, but inflections, you and I talked about that, really speaks mm-hmm. even beyond the words uh, it, itself, but speaks to the fact that people are too anxious to copy rather than invent mm-hmm. themselves. So there's there's a lot of um, I think language yeah, has been yeah. used in many cases as a weapon and also I think as a test to see the resilience or lack thereof of of people um, mm-hmm. you know as you know I grew up with a, a a mother that was an educator and she was absolutely adamant that I used proper English um, and sure we all have our little words little uh, expressions that we use but coming back to and the fact that you said uh, you know I. The, some of the words that you use, people say, well, I don't understand what that means. Well, look it up. That's absolutely right. We've lost that. So very well said. Yeah. Well, you know, before yeah. we move talk, on. I mean, talk about, yeah. talk about, talk about uh, freaky terms. How about the selfie stick? <laughs> oh, my goodness. When I first heard oh, that boy. term, yeah. I, al- I almost uh, punched them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> are you, you know, and people, oh, no, it's a great idea. No, I use one, too. I got one, too. And look, you can oh, hold it up. I know. Take your picture anywhere. And that's not the point. The point is, people are responding, this language thing, they're responding to a meme. They're, be, they're responding to a wave of social conditioning That's right. that, that is, has been produced that 
most people have no idea, no idea. has been created deliberately and, and propagated. I mean, they also use, I mean, they use what, what we respond to, what we don't respond to. It's not like this will be the way and you shall adopt it. No, they look what works and they, they, they modify accordingly. Wow. Well, there it is. Uh, there is a lot to discuss here. As, as always, there is more to these trends than meets the eye or ear, right? There's more to it than meets the eye. So easily led, so many. You know, I am asking, and, and please forgive me if there may be some of you out there saying, oh, this is not worth talking about. It's really just not a big deal. Well, I think it is. I certainly think it's something worth pondering before you decide to integrate a new word or even a new behavior into your life and lifestyle. Think about it. Why are you doing that? You know, Oscar Wilde, uh, the, the, the very well-known and, and controversial uh, writer and philosopher, wrote, and I, I've used this quote many times, he says, quote, most people are other people. Their thoughts are someone else's opinions, their lives a mimicry, their passions a quotation. I think that's powerful. Don't be other people. Be yourself. Discover yourself. And by all means, don't be afraid to go left, even if everyone else is blindly going in the opposite direction. Don't believe in your selfie. In fact, I say, don't even believe in yourself. I like this one better. Know thyself. Because when you know yourself, there's no need to believe anymore. Belief to me has always implied doubt or the adoption of something that somebody else has set before you. Most people don't take the time to know thyself. Hence the reason why I think these words and expressions and behaviors are so easily adopted. Think, don't just react. Take the time to acknowledge the fact that you are an individual. Sure, we are connected on some very deep level, but that's not to say that we have to be carbon copies of one another, including in the language that we use, the trends that we adopt. I'm not saying that they're all bad. I'm just saying think about how quickly they uh, and easily they are sort of blindly adopted by people. I have to think about it. There's there's certain expressions that I say, and I'll laugh at myself and say, there you go, Alexis. I, You know, but at least be aware and say, why am I saying that word? That word never existed. Uh, well, I, again, we don't know exactly when the word came out, but not that long. And there are others, foodie, junkie. I talk about this with, with my talk uh, with Zen. All these little expressions, man cave. I don't like that either because it's somewhat degrading to men. It's not a cave, it's a space. So again, I'm not going to just go on and on and on. I think you get my point. Again, people, please take the time to bring forth your individual beauty, to not let your language be co-opted by buzzwords, because it doesn't really mean anything. And, And moreover, to take the time to think about if you choose to use these words, what are they, even on a subconscious level, nudging you toward in terms of your behavior. You're too beautiful for that. You're too creative for that. Let's be ourselves, each and every one of you.
Well, I think I will sign off for now. Uh, before I do, listen, I've got to let you know, I am so excited. This next guest that I'm having on Higher Journeys Radio next week, you know, we're actually going to be touching on um, this very subject in a much broader way. Uh, his name is Paul Levy. Maybe some of you have heard of him. He is what I would consider to be one of the top spiritual philosophers of our time. He has written at great lengths. First of all, he's a, a, a student of Jungian psychology, a shamanic practitioner, and has a depth and a grasp of the psyche of humankind like I have never heard articulated before. I had to get him on the show. It's something called collective psychosis and how it's plaguing what he believes to be plaguing humanity. This, I would say, is not too much of a departure from uh, what we're talking about here today. So stay tuned for that. It'll be a, a fascinating discussion for sure and a very important discussion that will be next week on Higher Journeys Radio. So again, I thank you so much as always for tuning in and for uh, at times putting up with a little bit of a rant. But you know, I, I do these things for for all of us to just step off the hamster wheel of reaction and start getting back into reflection mode. That's what my book, Conscious Musings, is all about. Contemplations in order to transform your life and realize your potential. This is one of those things that I think is worth contemplating. So I'm going to leave you all to your contemplation. I'll see you next week on Higher Journeys Radio. Thanks so much. I'm Alexis Brooks. Take care.